The content is a statement, a fact, Kitty is missing, <laughs> whatever. The content then triggers all kinds of emotional reactions, as you can see. How can we go without Kitty? I mean, what might happen to Kitty? The dog might get Kitty. The raccoon might get Kitty. I went outside, sure enough, there's a big raccoon out there. <laughs> skunks all over the place. Coyotes who will eat kitties. <laughs> Dogs, I mean, what are we living in a zoo here? What is this? <laughs> Wildlife zoo. <laughs> all right. So the only thing you can do is surrender Kitty, who is the content, to God, who is the infinite context. And you formalize it by asking the Holy Spirit to find Kitty. <laughs> the Holy Spirit was pretty quick this morning, a couple of minutes. <laughs> Constantly dissolving content into context. All right. You'll see that almost all human error, 90% of human error, is the failure to define context. Every night on TV we see, you know, rather shocking examples of literally looking at content and completely ignoring context. Because the truth of content depends completely on context. In fact, without context, content has no meaning at all. So. Last night on television, there was some woman who was uh, abysmally abused in the uh, airport going through the uh, examination line. And night after night, there's some poor creature there who's had her wooden leg removed and stripped naked. And <laughs> night after night, there's an atrocity. Atrocities are committed by these people who check you out at the count of the check-in counter. Totally missing the whole point, isn't it? I mean, the total missing of the intention of the whole thing is so drastic. If you're looking for black people, you don't stop, stop all the white people on the street, do you? <laughs> if you're looking for white people, you don't stop all the black people on the street. If you're looking for men, you don't stop all the women, do you? Uh, and so we see an absurdity, an absurdity where the context is totally lost. That people should not be harassed because of their race is the intention. And then its application becomes the opposite, it becomes an absurdity, you see. Oh, Lord. And <clears throat> so context transforms everything. When the fire danger is high, which it was at the last lecture, the fire danger we had huge fires all over Arizona, you're not allowed to go camping. Not allowed to go camping. You can say, well, it's my right, I pay taxes, I have a right to camp. <laughs> but the context has changed. <laughs> Extreme fire danger. So I just cite them as examples we can see every night on television, where ignoring context, you see the absurdity of what would otherwise be sensible content. Nobody argues that people should not be discriminated against by virtue of race, culture, or whatever. And then what happens to that truth? That truth then becomes actually its opposite. It actually becomes its opposite. I feel these, I think these people at the check-in counter are on a combined program to destroy this 
thing because it's so absurd. So they, they take it to the other extreme to try and get it overturned because, you know, stopping every little old lady who has a steel pin in her hip is not the way to find. <laughs> whatever those Alquitas or whatever those people are. <laughs> it's not the way to find them, actually. And uh, mathematically, it was... Uh, discovered that the chances are diminished by 6,000 to 1 by following our current check-in style uh, diminishes its effectiveness by 6,000%. So that if we stopped all that, our chances of finding a real shoe bomber would be 6,000 times higher. <laughs> the whole thing is absurd, is it not? Can you imagine a shoe bomber and he's going to go to heaven and... Uh, taking all these innocent people with him, 